All right, BradCooney.com would like to welcome to the show R&B recording artist Sam Lease. What is up, Sam? Hey, Brad. How you doing? Thanks for having me, man. Man, I'm doing good. Thanks so much for coming on the show, man. Absolutely. All right, so before we get into your singles, your newest one and a few uh, previously dropped singles, let's uh, tell the listeners out there a little bit about you. Uh, we don't got to go crazy about it, but I just want to kind of get a feel of uh, how it all started for you, like like what what it was that got you into um, singing and making music. Absolutely. Um, so I'm originally from West Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, moved here to Atlanta uh, probably two years ago, um, give or take. Uh, but as far as music, uh, I've always been a musician playing the drums since I was yay high, beating on all types of pots and pans <laughs> um, at my mother's house, if you will, telling me to quit the noise, stop the noise, <laughs> but I couldn't stop, right? Yeah. And so um, it progressed, um, so I continued to play the drums, and then um, one time I remember um, I was just playing, and I started singing, humming, actually, and everybody just stopped, like, wait a minute, the drummer can sing? Mm. And from there, come here, um, we got to hear you sing. And so, you know, a little nervous, of course, first time singing in front of somebody, mm -hmm. in front of the mass, if you will, and kind of nervous, but I did my thing, and from there, everybody's like, yo, you can no longer be behind us to say, you need now to be in front singing, and uh, that's how it all started, to be honest with you. So, so about how old were you when, when you transitioned from a, from a drummer to a singer? So I want to say I was at least 18, 19, give or take, right? A couple mm -hmm. years, you know, 18, 19, maybe 20, um, but I was around that age, around that age range. Uh, when I actually did the transition, and I wouldn't even say it was a full transition because it was a transition, but it was kind of the drums were still calling, so it's like, Ugh. yeah. I want to say I really got into singing for real, for real, where it was like, okay, drums, you're gonna have to take a back seat. Um, I would have to say when I was probably like 24, 25, around that age. Now, do you still like to get on the drum set and, and do, do your thing a little bit with drums? Yeah. Absolutely. That's my first love. So you never forget your first love, right? Um, and yeah. so uh, that's my baby. You know, my, I love the snare, the toms, the floor, the floor tom, the cymbals, the whole, the whole, um, the whole ensemble. Yeah. The whole, set, the whole kit. So yeah. And I can see where that would be advantageous for you if you're writing a song and you have a you have a you know a percussionist back there and he's not really or he or he or she's not really where you want them to be so it'd be nice for you you, you can just sit down and show them you know hey, right. you know this is this is what i'm looking when it comes for to the timings. yeah time right. sig yeah, time signatures exactly it's, it's all about time signature when it comes to this, the drums because you're the heartbeat you're the, that's right you're the, you're the tempo so if you if you if you're speeding up everybody else has to speed up and if you know and if the song's not called to be sped up and you're speeding up you, you just ruin the song and so uh, yeah, the drums is kind of very important. What's um? Give me um two of your favorite drummers. Um, Eric Moore and um Tony. Uh, I want to say uh Tony Royster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have to be Eric Moore and Tony Royster. Yeah, yeah. Those those those, those are good ones. That's for sure. Um, all right. So um, you talked about you 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 grew up in Florida. And then you moved to the ATL. So tell me about the ATL, like the music scene there. Well, how, how's that looking? Um, it's a beautiful scene. It's way, it's saturated with music, music out here in the A versus Florida. Not to say there isn't, but 
I think it, this is like a mini Mecca. Um, uh, the East Coast, uh, the East Side of California, if you will, the, the down South of New York, literally, uh, when it comes down to music. It is saturated with music. I mean, from all types of genre, uh, music, and then Tennessee's right there. Yeah, so true. It's like, so, so it's like music, eat, breathe, sleep, music. And so it's a beautiful, it's a, it's a great place to be if you want to do music and you're really serious about it. Yeah, there's a, there's a rock band that I really enjoy. They're called Collective Soul and they're from Georgia. Mm-hmm. They're, they're fantastic. Nice. Yeah. Brilliant songwriting. All right, so let's talk about your 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 recent single, your most latest, newest single called "Sorry." Give, give me the backstory on the song. Um, yeah, so my buddy and I, um, X, shout out to X, um, him and I, we were and just in a we're in, we're at the sta- um, the studio and the the track came on, and we're he was getting ready to skip to the next one. I'm like, wait, let it play some more. And the track continued to play, and I just felt this, I don't know, I was like, yo, we got to make this some kind of like an anthem for the gentleman. Yeah. Like, we're just really, we're just, we're, 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 we're pleading with the young lady to stay with us, don't depart, you know, we messed up, we did this. And I'm like, sorry, you know, we're really just sorry. And you're like, hmm. And, you know, and if, if I can say, you know, how they say the rest is history. So literally, that's how it came about, really. So let me ask you this, because I've always been intrigued uh-huh. by, I've, I've always been in, intrigued by songwriters. Um, I mean, I play guitar a little bit myself, but I'm not really that good of a songwriter. So I, I've always been fascinated with songwriters. So when you, when you're, when you're listening to, I mean, let me ask you this, let me back up. So mm-hmm. do you, Sit down and actually have stories in your head, and write lyrics down, and have your your lyrics, and then and then you just kind of storm storm away, and then all of a sudden you hear a beat or a track that you like, and all of a sudden you go aha moment. That 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 fits something I've already written, or is it the other way? Do you hear the track first, and then oh I think I can put some nice words to that. So it depends because every now and then I like don't get me wrong I have a book and I have, and my phone and my notes. There are songs already just words already almost like spoken spoken words mm-hmm. right um so I, i'm I, I like poetry and so i'll just write sometimes and so, and depending on the beat if 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 i can put the right melody and the right um kind of uh emphasis on certain words to fit with the melody then that you know sometimes i go about it that way other times i'll just hear the music i'm like <gasps> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then words just started flowing. I was just start love of my life. This is never. And it's like, oh, okay. And mm-hmm. then from there, the song, I, the song, the song's constructed. So give or take, depending on the song, um, depending on how I feel, the mood, if you will, um, that's how it generally goes. But either, either way, um, that I can do both. To be honest with you. What, so what was the circumstance with the song? Sorry, did you have? Or lyrically, did you have that done already? Then you heard that track and you had your aha moment, or did you hear the track first and then say, "Oh, let me let me put some words to that." It was the track first, and then I let me put some words. To yeah, it. yeah. Like I said, we, uh, him and I, my buddy and I, were just sitting in the room, um, listening to the, um, you know, going through tracks, and then that track came on. I'm like, he was getting ready to hit next to the, you know, to, for us to listen to the next. But I'm like, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, this is this is dope, like. 
this can be an anthem, and then I just started saying certain things like, you know, this can be an anthem, a gentleman's anthem, just yeah. to say, um, speaking to a young lady that, you know, we've done this, we've done that, and we want to, we're apologetic about it. I'm like, ah, sorry. And then after that, the yeah. See, I, I that that's that's talent, man. I mean, I've always been intrigued by how people can piece those songs together like that. Um, I, I listened to it, man. It's a good song too, man. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Uh, and your and your vocals are strong. I mean, you, you're you're a legit legit vocalist. Um, so then I also I was reading through your bio and I didn't know this, but you had previously re- previously released a single called Postmaster. Um, so I guess I want to know about about the title because that's an intriguing title for a song. Right. So Postmaster came about uh, when you think about it. Um, uh, Postmaster, uh, the mailman, um, and so I had in my head when I was writing that song, it was just more so. The song came about. Um, I wrote the song, and then it was like, you know what? Let's call it Postmaster, even though the song don't necessarily made match the lyrics per se, right? But I called it Postmaster in a sense of, you know what, I want this to be the beginning of many, whereas the Postman is constantly delivering you. Yeah, I see the catch. Yeah, I see the catch. Right? Yeah. Right. And so with that being said, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to call this Postmaster. Why? Because I'm the Postmaster and I'm I'm going to continue delivering. delivering. Right, delivering. New hits, new songs. So, that's how it came about. So. I, I like that. And that's why I always like right. to ask about backstories of songs, because I've always been intrigued by, you know, you know, you listen to a song, you listen to the lyrics, and I always like to get inside the the, the artist's head a little bit and say, all right, what, what, what was he or she thinking? You know, what what triggered this song? And it's always an interesting story, some, some, of, the, some of the answers. Right. Like yeah. So then, um, so, 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 one, so one story runs its course, you're, you're going to drop an, another song called Time, is that correct? Time, absolutely, yes. I like these one-syllable, well, Postmaster's three, but I like the one-syllable titles in songs, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, I, 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 honestly speaking, I, I guess I heard this where we, um, today's generation, today's people, if you will, we have a, a short attention span. Yeah. So, with that being said, I want to just... If you give them too many words, it's like, that's way too much. People don't want to remember all of that. So yeah. if you give them one word, syllables, it will time, sorry, forever, last, you know, yeah. stuff like that. It's, it's, I guess it's easier for them to remember. So, yeah, the song coming after literally um, um, spring, late spring, early summer, give or take, um, is going to be part time. And I'm excited to even drop that record, so. So do you are you um, do you do all the lyrics everything and the music everything or do um, you yes. yeah so what is when it comes to lyrics I love working with other people too why because I love picking other people's thoughts yes um, I agree with that great lyricists out there yes and right I I never want to put myself in a box where it's only just me myself and I I love to collab and partner with that's smart personalities that. Right, because they'll have an idea. It's like, oh my goodness, this million dollar idea. Thank you. Bring it my way, please. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but, Seriously, uh, it's a great uh, point. I've talked. Right. To, I, I've talked to singers and I've asked them the same question that I asked you about. And some of them are, are you know, I don't mean this disrespectful, but some of them are very greedy. Um, and I don't mean that in a bad way. They, they just want to do everything. You know, they want to do the beats. They want to do the, the lyrics and. 
And, you know, and I guess there's nothing wrong with that, but in my way, I see, I see how you see it. I'm like, well, what if you have, like, a genius songwriter um, that, right. that can bring something to your game and make you a freaking million dollars, um, sure. but you're selling yourself short because you don't want to listen to that person's, you know, work? At least be right. open-minded to it. It's my thing. It's my thing. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, nah. Like you said, you and I both. Uh, I'm, I'm, I believe, um, so I love having per- different personnel um, around, especially when I write songs. Sometimes I write by myself, of course, but then I prefer honestly speaking with um, a collective group of people. Why? Because when all that creativity is root, it's toxic, like in a yeah. good way. I mean, something's bound to happen, and so- and it's going to be good. So I love that feeling. How do you handle constructive criticism? You know what? It took me a while. Um, before, when people would criticize me, I would kind of take it to heart. Yeah. But, you know, I guess it's part of maturing and growing right. up, and, That's right. and just understanding, being comfortable in your own skin too. Uh, uh, and so, uh, like I said before, it, I took it to heart. It would kind of destroy me. I wouldn't let. I wouldn't show it. Of course. Yeah. I'd be nah, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But then I would, <laughs> yeah. I would think about it and think about it, and it would not depart my mind for for weeks at, yeah. at a time, if you will. Um, and I was just like, why? You know, I would ask questions like, Chad, are you really good enough? And there, and now I'm asking, I'm questioning or second guessing myself. But as I started to progress and started to learn and again mature and evolve as self, if you will. Uh, got comfortable in my own skin it's like okay I can take your criticism and and I have this saying now I, instead of focusing on all the good I prefer to focus on all my lacks and all my negatives why because the more the, the more I work on those that's the more positive I have mm-hmm. and before you know it I'll have real little small negatives or lacks and have numerous of positives and or plus upsides and so it's like you know what don't, you don't have to take everything to heart, Sam. You can just take it and eat it and, like, okay, digest it at, at your own will. And if it's something that is going to benefit you, work on it. And if it's not, you know, leave it alone. On yeah. to the next. So. I really like that answer because it, it, you, you hit on a couple things that I'm, that I'm 100% with. One of them is you, we, as we mature uh, in life, um, you tend to take constructive criticism a lot better and a lot more serious. But with that said... Right. Sometimes people don't get it right, though, so you have to be objective, but also, I think for me it's about listening to somebody, put your ego aside if you have any, and just listen to somebody for a minute, and sometimes, you know, it can be very beneficial, somebody could point something out that you can be like, wow, you know, I didn't even realize that, and yeah, what they said can improve my game, but not always, sometimes somebody can suggest something and, and it's just not... They're off the mark a little bit, but I think it's important to at least listen to it. Right. Yeah, good stuff, brother. I'm all about that. Yes, sir. All right, so um, 2020, we just started. We're a couple months into it. Um, What are your What are your goals for the for the rest of this year? Like, I know you wanted to drop another single here soon. Are you talking about maybe some live performances, a tour, an album? What What do you want to do the rest of the year? Um, honestly speaking, I just want to continue to work. Um, tour, I would love to do a tour, but right now I'm, I'm really focused on just, uh, 
singles and putting out this EP that's hopefully that's going to come out by the end of the summer, right? And so that's where my focus is right now. Um, you know, 2020 is a long, it's, it's a very long year. We're only three months in and we still have quite a few months left. And so anything, but uh, right now it's just more so, okay, you know what, one at a time, you know, one step before the other, of course, and get, you know, uh, promote this time, excuse me, sorry, and when time, when time's, uh, when that's ready to come out, then we're going to go to that one, and, you know, whatever comes along with it, and it's like, okay, cool, I'll, I'll welcome you, or I'll put you to the side or say, no, thank you, not yet, you know, mm-hmm. Um, are you getting any radio spins uh, for sorry? Um, you know what, I, I, I am actually. People are actually gravitating towards this song more so than I would have Really? And That's great. Yeah, and, right. And, and a lot of people saying, because it's real, it's real. It's, it's, they can relate to it, mm-hmm. right? Um, women, and, um, women and males. Of course, I did it for, I wanted to be a male anthem, but women are like, yeah, Sam, I love this song because my dude did this to me. Yeah, they relate now, to they relate they, to it through their through their guys. Yeah, right. And so and so, I think that speaks volume. And so with that, I I love that. I enjoy that, and and it it's kind of motivated me to put time out. I've got people's attention, if you will. You know, people are like ah, I like the sorry. So now I'm kind of curious to what he's going to put out next. So yeah, man. So let me ask you this: If you had one artist that you could wake up tomorrow and go on tour with who who would you pick Justin Timberlake God I love Justin Timberlake I'm so glad you said that that kid when I say kid he's not a kid anymore but you talk about diversified talent he he's amazing Yeah I mean and tell me what you like about him Um well, like you said one diversity yeah. like he can he can do it all That's right from pop to R&B, to soul, to hip-hop, and then country. Like, he does it all. And then he can dance, too. really good at And he can dance. Yep. Yep. So, and then he's an entrepreneur. So it's like, and then he's an actor. And can you imagine? At one point, he didn't do music. Why? Because he was focused on acting. Yeah. Um, that, um, the Facebook movie, what was, what was it called? He, he did a great job on that movie. He like, did. He did. Like he's, he's a pure talent. And so... I would, yeah. I, like I said, I grew up listening to him in back when he was in the boy band, Insane. So yeah, that man. was actually one of my favorite guys to listen to. And so you know who I like a lot, man. I like I'm a big I'm a big Bruno Mars fan. Oh, say no more. Yeah, he he he's, I put him up I mean, there with Timberlake, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, you said one guy, so I had to pick Justin. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's, that's, that's a guy. <laughs> Look, you can't go wrong with either of these two guys for a pick, man, honestly. Right. <laughs> one A and one B, right? Yeah. One A and one B. And I got the same reasoning with Bruno Mars. He's, he's just so, such a multi-talented guy. He can sing. He's a, he's a, he's a, man, the dude's a killer guitar player. You ever hear that guy play guitar? Oh, my goodness. Oh, heck yeah. The acoustic? Like oh, my he God, man. He's shredded.